there, this is Terry Cowley, weekday breakfast presenter on 1FM Shepparton. Thanks for checking out this podcast. It was recorded live as part of The Brecky Show, which you can catch 6 to 9am Monday to Friday. It's the week that was with Rosa Ritchie of The Shepparton News. Good morning, Rosa Ritchie of The Shepparton News. I never get tired of that intro. <laughs> yes, Bo might become a, I don't know, a voiceover artist. You never know. <laughs> it's, he's got promise. <laughs> How are you today? I'm pretty well. So the week that was, what has been happening? Lots as always as we are, are in the run up to Christmas, hot weather, lots of shopping, lots of events. Yes. Um, yeah, there's a lot going on. The biggest probably news that we've woken up to um, is that uh, federal member for Nichols, Damien Drum, won't recontest the next election. So that's not after Christmassy he, news. After but... he told me a few weeks ago he would, so I'll be taking him to task on that when he's next in. I look forward to listening to that. It'll be the old, oh, well, it was true at the time, adage. Don't know about that. Don't know if I'm convinced by that. Yeah, he gave, <laughs> um, he gave Darren Linton from Shep News an exclusive and he spoke about... Um, the fact it was time for him to spend more time with his family, which yeah, is understandable, totally understandable. Yeah, which is why I asked him in the first place. <laughs> <laughs> it's the same. It's you know, um, there's been several f- federal members announced that they won't recontest the election, including our health minister Greg Hunt, and he gave the same reason. Um, and it, and it's it, always a handy one. <laughs> it is. It is very understandable because, um, yeah, you know, sixteen hour days and yeah, commuting away from home. Yep. But they get paid well, so. Yeah, and it'll make the election um, just that bit more interesting, I suppose, here in Nichols because we don't know who will be running against independent candidate Rob Priestley as of yet. I had Rob uh, in the chair earlier this week, the chair that you're sitting in right now. I'm chatting about those issues. Um, But, yes, of course, things weren't quite so clear then. So it'll be very interesting to see who the Nationals put forward and... With uh, Damien standing down, I guess that opens up the way for a Liberal candidate as well. So I've got I've got uh, my suspicions, but we will see. Yes, stay tuned. <laughs> yes, what else has been happening, Rosa? We're in the middle of 16 days of activism against gendered violence. Um, so that's a global movement, um, but it's very present and active in Greater Shepparton. So you may have seen... Um, at the intersection near KFC in the top of the lake. I think um, it's Wyndham Street and Sabroan Street. Yes, it is. Um, there's a lot of orange ribbons tied to a fence. So that's just one small part of um, quite a few activities that are going on around our community at the moment to start conversations about family violence, domestic violence and all kinds of gendered violence, which is very prevalent here in Shepparton, in Australia and unfortunately around the world. But it's a real issue. Yeah. Um, so 1,632 orange ribbons were tied to the fence and this is apparently for 1,632 victims of domestic violence in Greater Shepparton in the past year. Now, I went back and checked that figure because that figure kind of blew my mind a bit. Over 600... 1,600 victims in just our local government area in just the past year? That's And that's only the incidents that were reported to the police. So the number will actually be much larger so, than that. So I went back and I checked. I thought maybe it was incidents, but apparently it is victims. So I don't know whether the victims are counted twice. But either way, that is such a high number. I, I was so surprised. I was shocked by that. 
Yeah, well, and I think we're meant to be shocked yeah. because, um, again, maybe uh, a sense of... Um, it, it, these messages begin to fall on deaf ears when we struggle to relate to the numbers, but and we and we struggle to relate to what it means to be, um, you know, a victim survivor of gendered violence. And it it doesn't mean that you go to work every day with a bruise on your face necessarily. It's far more complex and nuanced and and more than we can unpack on breakfast radio. Yeah. But I encourage people to, you know, engage with the idea and chat to their friends and have a look online this week. Um, perhaps read the story in Shepparton News that I wrote, but, you know, there's well, plenty of other ways to engage. I think if, you go to, if you're if you walking past the fence, there is some information there too with the, um, the Rubens installation. Yep, brilliant. And we should also say um, that there are plenty of, if, if you're listening and you are struggling with some of these issues, um, to reach out to 1800RESPECT or another similar support agency because there are plenty of people who want to be, a, be an ear to listen or to provide some very practical help. Okay, thank you, Rosa. A kind of nostalgic and sad story from this week is that Katunga South Primary School will close permanently at the end of this school term. With their three students at the moment. Can you imagine being one of one of three Year 6 students? It no, would be a totally different can't imagine school it. experience. <laughs> I went to a school, a primary school of 600 kids, so no, I can't imagine that. Uh, it, um, it would be amazing in that way that you would really feel you had the full attention of your teacher at all times. You would hope so. Although maybe some year six students don't want the full attention true, of their true, teacher. True. So, yeah, I think um, I saw, you know, past students who are now adults expressing a bit of sadness on social yeah. media, but ultimately, um, you know, the school principal said it was the right time. Yeah, it's not the demand, obviously, in that mm. area for whatever reason. Yeah. What else has been happening? Maybe one more story before I let you go on your merry way to do your okay. One daily more. Work. One more is a little bit more feel good for the weekend, mm-hmm. I guess. Feel um, good is good. Slight, yeah. I mean, it. But I'm not going to say it's completely feel good. <laughs> I don't want to set people up to think, oh, it's a bit, bit grim. Um, if you want to go out for a meal with friends or family anytime this month, there's a initiative running in Shepparton called Dine Smart. So at the moment, there are seven cafes and restaurants signed up. That I imagine maybe more will jump on board. I'm not sure. Um, but every patron who goes to those restaurants um, will be asked whether they want to just chip in $2 more to their bill and all of that money will be raised and put toward the Greater Shepparton Foundation's Food Link program, which has been feeding people in our community who are experiencing food insecurity, which means, you know, they're struggling to buy food for themselves or their family. Um, So you can enjoy your delicious meal at one of our many lovely restaurants and also just feel a little bit better that you're putting you're helping someone else enjoy a really nice meal as well yeah and i think one of the initial uh, one of the aims of food link also was to help the hospitality sector because uh, they were providing the food for needy people because they had you know they were closed and or they were restricted and what i love about that as well is that then you see all these really fantastic meals being boxed up because you know i don't think people who need um some help getting groceries or meals should necessarily have to eat, you know, frozen lasagnas. You know, so they, they're eating the same gourmet, beautiful food that, that um, we people who can afford to eat in a cafe enjoy, um, which is really brilliant. And as sounds you say, like, good for local businesses. Yeah, it sounds like a good um, excuse if we need one. Good excuse. To get out and uh, 
Eat, drink and be merry in December. Yes. So go look up the, the list. I'm, I, I don't think I'm going to get all seven off the top of my head. I apologise. That's all right. What's the initiative called again? Dine Smart. Dine Smart. So Dine Smart... Um, but I'm sure the Greater Shepparton Foundation will post information and we have it, um, Shep News, as a story today with the list as well. Great. Good idea. Win-win. Have a great weekend, Rosa. Uh, we look forward to seeing you next week. Um, anything on the horizon for this weekend that's really exciting that you can tell us about? <laughs> for the community or for me? Oh, you. I... Uh, I'm going by myself for some rest and relaxation at Mitchelton Winery. So that sounds so nice. I'm, I'm sorry, you're not going by yourself anymore. I'm joining okay, you. Okay, no, you're welcome. Kidding. So to the accommodation there? No, no, I'd love to do that one day. Yeah, but me I, too. Um, I was very lucky to get a voucher for my birthday, so I'm going to have a massage and a glass of wine can with my do, book. Can you do that there? Yes. Oh, my gosh. That sounds amazing. <laughs> I might have to follow your example. If not this weekend, I'll let you go on your own. Yeah, I can't Some wait. other time. But, yes, that sounds very nice. Enjoy that, Rosa. Just probably just what you need after a week of running around our town. And we'll see you next week. Thanks, Terry.